0: Ohio, turn up the excitement this football season with Typico Sportsbook. Download the Typico Sportsbook app now and enter promo code IHEART150 to claim your exclusive welcome offer. $150 in bet credits and a $30 football future bet for this season. Start football season right. Download Typico Sportsbook today. That's promo code IHEART150 to get your exclusive football offer now. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Ohio. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now in-store or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite lore cast on the Citadel.
2: Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast lore behind the Mass Effect games. vectors welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I don't have a Sam with me today because he is currently stuck on Earth in traffic, and so you can blame all the uh, cars that are still on Earth. I don't know. We're not pretending we're in the future. That's just a fun little thing, but... I do have a bunch of our patrons with us this week to talk about technology. We're talking about our favorite technology in Mass Effect. And we're going to attempt to rank the technology as to what is the coolest and what is the eh, it's just kind of OK. So that's that's the goal of today's show. And I'm going to go through everybody's names. And I want each of you to be thinking about one of your favorite technologies and the sound it makes. And when I, on the count of three, say go, everybody's going to make that sound at the same time and it's going to be well super weird it's going to be awesome so here we go we've got genesis joining us again turbo toboggan m jamar that specter j g man and magister davida welcome to the show everybody here we go get ready to unmute yourselves ready three two one There's a lot of womp, womp, womp that's going on. I feel like that is kind of the sound that a lot of the technology in Mass Effect does make. That sounds pretty accurate, right? Well, welcome back to the show, everybody. I am excited to dive into this. So here's what we're going to do. You may have some ideas for technology that you want to throw in. So hold on to those. We'll get to those at the end if they don't come up on the list that I'm already going to bring up. And... In order to be careful about how we do this, certain tech falls into certain categories. So I'm going to be talking about the categories rather than the individual gadgets necessarily that use that category of tech. Does that make sense? So let's delve into this. I'm going through a list here and let's start with artificial intelligence. This is a big buzz thing in our society today. We see AI and the way that it plays out in Mass Effect and the, the problems it causes, but all of the benefits from it as well. What do you all think about AI technology in Mass Effect? How cool is this? How, I, I don't know, what, what is your gut feeling about this? And feel free to chime in, who wants to go first? Who wants to talk about AI in Mass Effect? Turbo, Turbo, what do you think about AI in Mass Effect?
3: When AI happens, kind of like a person, like you, 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 you have to get lucky with the draw. Like if they're good, if the, if the AI learns and gets compassionate, it's like they could really help mankind. Like Edie, because she's compassionate, she grows in family. But say the AI is raised, raised or learns, well, not wrong, but it just doesn't agree with humanity. It's like it deceives us as this pestilence and stuff. It's gonna, it'll wipe us out. Like there's almost no way we can. Right, right stop it. it just it just depends on if it's good or evil and stuff like so the geth evil.
2: the geth are a great example of ai gone awry potentially and the dangers yeah. of it uh ed is a good example of of an ai that is helpful and generally uh wants to coexist with humans in a peaceful way right so you've yeah. got you've got kind of both sides there
3: aren't not the Geth aren't all evil it's no you know, there's legion and the half of them where all they want to do is exist they were just protecting their own existence which i can't fault them for because they're that's what we would have done if, sure. if some aliens had created us we would have gone you can't kill us now we're we're alive
2: right yeah and and so that has to do with the amount of power that that group has right ai is a very it's a very powerful thing and a lot of people in our own world speculate that AI will eventually replace human intelligence. It will see us as its biggest threat to existence. And so therefore, it will get rid of us, uh, you know, like the Matrix or uh, the Terminator. Um, and so the geth are kind of on that side of that. But then you've got Edie and the benefits to humanity. And, and you can clearly see that we we, we we as humans are, don't shy away from using AI. We just try to put constraints around it that seems to be the way it plays out in this future right so is this like a cool thing do you feel like this is a cool thing this is absolutely something that should be focused on is it makes it at the top of the list of technology or do you feel like it's kind of further towards the bottom because of the danger
3: I think it's near the top of it because uh it in in the mass effect world it affects a big time so it's I don't know if the s tier but it's a plus because Unless you're a Corian, then it's it then it's then it's S tier because it affects your whole life. It's a big part of the Mass Effect universe, so I think it's very cool and it's very important. Because without AI, a lot of things would have changed. Because you actually wouldn't have Reapers too either. So I guess it is S tier. Yeah, it's. I mean, clearly it's
2: it's a very common thing and it's very powerful, but also can be very dangerous. Who else wants to chime in on this? Who else? Who has thoughts?
1: I kind of agree with what Turbo was saying. Um, It's definitely very important. Um, But I think that baby steps need to be taken towards it. Building something, building an AI without a focus is where things might get dangerous. I believe that if we're going to create an artificial intelligence, it should have a proper purpose, Um, like Edie, where her purpose was maintaining the ship being the ship um, where the guests had way too broad of a focus and that made all of them splinter. So I think it's a great piece of technology for Mass Effect. And I hope that we don't have the same outcome in the real world. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, it's interesting that uh, you, you kind of put it in that light, like with a very specific focus. And as long as the programming is focused around that and then that, AI continues to grow off of that original focus, then that can kind of keep kind of hem it in from all the terrible things that could go awry with it. But the geth being kind of not not fenced in at all. There's just all the Mm -hmm. potential for them to do anything. And so, of course, some of the things they're going to choose to do are going to come across as dangerous or threatening. So, yeah, that's an interesting way to to look at it. I I like that. Anyone else have thoughts on this one? Magister?
4: uh yes um even though like purpose is uh important main and i feel bad for saying this because it feels like big brothery but a lot of monitoring because the reapers have purpose for the leviathan so sometimes even with when they have uh an ai has purpose he said i like kind of monitor everything going on there because because of the will of is doing that purpose for the reapers then that sponsors all the different cycles that we have leading up to the mass effect timelines right
2: and so that purpose is only beneficial for them not for all the other life in the galaxy that they keep on snubbing out right Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah so i guess it also depends on the purpose to your point turbo did you want to add something to that
3: uh yeah another thing I, I agree with Jen, but uh, we got to be careful what purpose we give it because I heard this example before of like if you make an AI with its purpose to make paper clips, eventually you got to set limits on the purpose because eventually it could just start making paper clips out of everything and make machines that make better paper clips. And then eventually, it's like, oh, I'm going to turn Earth into a paperclip. Oh, humans can be turned into paperclips. <laughs> right, Let's right. Capture all the humans and turn them into paperclips.
2: Right, I, I get where you're going with that. Like they can justify the the terrible things they're doing for the even for that simple goal. And yeah, so we gotta, like it's dangerous. like
3: it's, it's like we got to be very very careful. It's like it's like just don't harm other things.
2: Uh-huh. Okay, so in spite of all the dangers, do we agree that this is an A tier? we're going a tier let's hold up hold up one finger for um for s two for a three for b we'll just do one two three we'll just do number tiers uh specter j wants to chime in too specter
4: yeah
5: sorry i just you know we're talking about ai right now and like the benefit, like the the beneficiaries of having in the downfalls of having it i mean you got to kind of look at in my opinion like what we got going on right now we have smart houses you know, you can walk into your house and be like, Alexa, turn on, turn on lights. Right. Like, oh, I left. Right. I tell my phone, like, hey, Alexa, I know that's not really an artificial intelligence or v- I guess that would be I guess that would be more of a virtual. It's intelligence. closer
2: to virtual. We're going to cover virtual intelligence next. But, oh. yeah, it's it's the interface is on the edge of we have interfaces that are on the edge of virtual intelligence. But yeah. AI would be the, the jump to being self-aware.
5: And I think that if it's propositioned in the correct environment, it could actually genuinely help us, you know? I mean, like, let's just say instead of, ah, how how do I say this? Like a uh, p- person that keeps stock of inventory at a hospital, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Well, I forgot to order insulin. You know, it's now it's like this hospital is behind on insulin. This is just one unique situational, um, example, but I mean, like if you have an AI in charge of that, you know, it knows that there is going to be stuff coming and It's handling all of that. Right. So I right. think that it'd be beneficial
2: yeah the human flaws of like getting sick and not coming in or forgetting to reorder something are not things that it's going to suffer from that's kind of your point right is that it'll kind of be there it'll do its job and it'll keep doing its job yeah
5: i definitely think that it could be beneficial in a lot of a lot of ways but in the same way um with going along with turbo said you just have to we would have to be careful there would have to be limitations on it, but there's a catch twenty two to that. Mm-hmm. If you if shackle it up and you're not letting it be a hundred percent self aware, like you think it's going to be happy when you finally, all right, let's try and release you. Yeah, it's like, oh, you've had me shackled for the last forty years. You die now.
2: Right, <laughs> right, right. All right, yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, let's let's vote on this. Let's just where everybody individually is going to vote on like on a score of like one being the best to five being the lowest. How cool is AI technology in its in, in the way that we see it in mass effect. How, how cool is this? Is this one of your favorites? So I see a one I see a two Who else wants to vote? Feel free to say something if, if I can't see you on screen I see two more twos So this is pretty high up there I'd, I'd say one G-Man says one magister. What do you think? Magister two. says two two I see it in chat now. Okay, so like ones and twos. So this is up there This is like 1.5. We'll give it like a 1.5 on average. All right, let's move on to virtual intelligence and the difference here between AI and VI is really the interface. So the idea that you're when you walk around, you see representations of humanoid or alien people on on these screens or as uh, Projections, you know, like kind of similar to Star Wars. You guys have played Mass Effect though You know what I'm talking about this happens all over the place and when you talk to the computer it interfaces with you Like a person it responds it moves it has facial You know interactions it understands language and all of that Works in a way that makes it feel more like you're dealing with other people rather than machines and underneath that, there's an AI intelligence. But what do you think about that interface? Any thoughts on that? Do you feel like I, I feel like we kept getting closer to it? Like Spectre J was talking about that. M. Jamar, what do you think?
6: Um, VI, VI is mid. Honestly, it's just like when you have AI, you know, it's really nothing compared to the only VI that I respect is Vigil because he was actually wait, well, he was a VI, right? So, um, with the protein, yeah, on Ilos, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's the only VI that I really, like, would say is, is actually interested or that I actually like. I mean, other VIs, it's just, I mean, we could have that today in our world today. So it's, like, It doesn't really interest me that much, but, I mean, they give out useful information sometimes. Like, like mm-hmm. I said
2: so, if given the choice, you would rather just interface with a machine rather than having like a human representation there to talk to?
6: Oh, I mean I would, de- yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it's not, it's not like I hate VI, VIs, but it's just like, they're not really that interesting. They're just, they're just basically, yeah, they're just a, a person.
2: Right. Kind of take it or leave it. You're like, either way, doesn't really matter too much. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like Sam's uh, logging in. I don't know if he's actually out of the car yet or not, but we'll we'll see. Hey, Sam, can you hear us?
0: Hey, I, I can. Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. You're coming through. How's it going?
0: I am in the car still, so I'm going to keep myself <laughs> muted unless and, and I'm talking. But I did not want to be
2: here. Yeah, know I, I I figured you'd probably have to just be calling in. Um, yeah, feel free to chime in. The signal seems fine. If you really want to chime in on something, feel free to. But don't don't feel like you absolutely have to. Ab- focus on driving. <laughs> don't don't get in a wreck. Um, well, here to catch Sam up and anybody else who's jumped into the stream recently, uh, we're talking about technology. We're going through all the different categories of technology. And then we're we're talking about the benefits and the drawbacks of each, and really just how cool each one is, what, which ones we like the best. We're kind of ranking the technology. And we just talked about AI, and that got a, a rank of a one or two for most of us. So that's high on the list. One's as high as you can go. And now we've moved on to virtual intelligence. So the interface side of it, looking at people that look like they interact like humans do when you want to interact with these these A.I. Um, M. Jamar says you can kind of take it or leave it. Who else has some thoughts on this one? Turbo. Um
3: I I I I love the VI and Mass Mass Effect and stuff cuz uh besides Virgil who's I but my favorite AI is I uh, I I can't remember if it's the same but it's like the Shadow Brokers uh uh VI the one Liara has I just love that little guy especially in Mass Effect uh 3 when he's actually on the ship but VI is I feel like is like the safe version it glyph thank you there you go yeah
2: inspector um, J says glyph yeah i didn't know that popped up like that yeah it's a little chat we have in zoom going on so uh yeah feel free to chime in on the chat or on the the, glyph, on the actual uh, stream I, chat I, if you want
3: glyph um i love him because it's like this it's a VI, a vi is like the to me it's the same version of ai uh because if you give if you give it enough information it, especially when it has uh the shadow brokers thing because it has access to all that it can be smart as smart or smarter than a human and stuff well and, no, here uh, let me let me pause pause there i think
2: what's going on behind the scenes for most of these vïs is that they actually have ai brains that are working behind the scenes so th- they're really one in the same it's just the 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 way you see it is different so for example a geth has a physical body with an ai mind an ai being artificial intelligence right it's not it's not a biological mind going on in there any of the races you come across are biological intelligences and any of these virtual intelligences these vi's are really just representations of a physical thing, but they still have the computation of an AI behind them for the most uh, part, so I would assume, unless they're, and, and I'm sure, okay, but here's the other thing. I'm sure there's all sorts of shades of gray if you actually get into it, like, for example, the limit limiting factors around Edie uh, and the goal of running the ship, right? There are certain boundaries, and then she continues to grow beyond those boundaries and starts to actually feel more like a person as the series goes on, right? So there's these gray areas like how much capacity do they actually have how complex is their processing i don't know that we really know the answer to a lot of that but to your point they they seem very useful right
3: yeah and, yeah they yeah and then the vi i don't know if it's just my mindset they always feel like it's they feel safer i guess it's it is a mindset vi's just always feel safer you don't because i've never in media heard of a vi rising up in like a vi rise up like like terminator or something like that it's always been ai so i guess it's just well
2: to to show the distinction again just so there's clarity here the vi is the representation of the ai so i would assume that every vi is also ai vi is just the way it's shown as opposed to being in a physical shell
3: yeah that's what i I mean i i know that but i'm just saying like right so for example so
2: like here to take take your example a step further uh cyberpunk in cyberpunk you have a lot of ai but they all exist on like the dark net they're all programs that don't or not all of them but a lot of them are programs that don't actually have physical counterparts they are all programs that are running Somewhere out on a network of computers and so they are all autonomous of their own their own will They're able to do things out there, but they don't have a physical representation now If one of those AIs on the dark web were to show itself on a computer screen or as a like hologram all of a sudden they're now Represented as VI technology Does that make sense? I think that's the distinction and Sam feel free to clarify if I'm messing any of this stuff up Um, so
0: so if I, can, if I can chime in for a little bit, um, I'm pretty sure when it comes to Mass Effect, there are very few representations of VIs, but one of them is Avena. And I don't think Avena has any AI going on behind the surface. I, I think that Avena has a very, a very few select uh, scripted responses that she can provide you, but I don't think that she in any capacity can qualify as an AI. Right, uh, the only other right. one that comes to mind is the Shepherd V.I., <laughs> and that's, that's just more of a joke.
2: Right. Well, uh, what what about what about Edie before she gets a body? You could still talk uh, so to her, the- right, like like by by using language and interface with her through a virtual way. Does that make sense?
0: That's yeah, that's true. But I think that she still qualifies as an A.I., but the only difference is once she's unshackled, then she's an unshackled AI, meaning that she doesn't have limitations on her programming. But I, I still think that she would qualify as an AI, but I see where you're saying that there's a virtual interface.
2: Right, that, right. That before before she gets a physical act, body... Act yeah. Before she gets a physical body, she would technically be an A.I. with a V.I., with a virtual interface in order. And that virtual interface would be language. It would be just talking. And, and we have a little bit of that with like Siri and stuff like that today. Right. Does that make sense? I, I, yeah. It's it's yeah. A, it's I mean, a, uh, it's a great distinction. And I'm just trying to at least put boundaries on the conversation in order to actually talk about anything at all. So that's why I'm struggling with this.
0: Right. and Well, there's just simply not a lot of VIs that we see in Mass Effect that, that, are, that are not at all AIs. So, like, the only two that come to mind for me are Avena and the Shepard VI. Right, but right. if anyone else has some thoughts, please chime in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I saw Magister, I saw you uh, unmute earlier. Did you want to add to this? Sure. Um, so, the last episode that you guys did was
4: the Omnitool would the the ability for the omni tool to reference your medical history and medical records would that be considered vi like communicating with the uh doctor to uh no i mean really
2: really that's just a that's just software accessing data so if your omni tool was then to talk to you or show you an image of something talking to you that would be vi that representation of a, hu- a way to interface with humans beyond just text on a screen or a picture. Like actual things that f- sound or look like people interfacing the way people do. That's how I would define it. Does that make sense?
4: Sure. In that case, yeah,
2: it's definitely mid tier. Okay, mid tier. Turbo, you have some other thoughts?
3: Quick question. Then the thing that Tally summons as her little uh, battle thing, is that VI or is that a droid? uh that's like pop up like a glyph and then disappear Uh, i think the the whole
2: concept of vi is that it is in order to interface with people it is a way to interface with people in a much more natural way than just reading language on a screen or seeing pictures
1: yeah tally's thing is just a battle droid she does she talks to it but it doesn't talk back It only shoots bullets.
2: (laughs) Right, right. Now, if that were to have conversations with her, if she could talk to it and say, all right, kill those three people, but don't injure that guy over there. And the thing looks at her and with a face says, understood, I'll get right on that. And then goes and does it. That interaction was through a virtual interface. So it doesn't matter that it was a droid. It doesn't matter that it's projected in some ways. It, It matters that it's interfacing in a kind of human way with people. So it's a very, it a very nuanced sterilized. distinction. What was that, Magister?
4: Just Siri and Alexa on steroids,
2: basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine, imagine Siri ten years from now or something. You know, like maybe it goes into that that kind of way. Um, all right, so let's let's vote on this one. You guys are like uh, middle tier, like three, one. Turbo says one. We're talking four, four, three. This is kind of a oh. mid tier thing. Spectre J says I'll three, say two. G Man says two. Okay, so we're getting kind of mid, mid stuff. Four. Uh, okay, cool. Let's move on. We'll do, we'll do one more before we go to the mid break. Now, let's talk about element zero. And the harnessing of element zero, and clearly this connects through to mass effect fields, but I want to leave that as its own thing. Um, so here, let's—I'm going to read from uh, from one of the wikis about what this actually says, and then we'll we'll use that in order to talk about this. So it says, when subjected to an electrical current, the rare material dubbed element zero or ESO emits a dark energy field. So dark energy is very specific to this. Uh, that raises or lowers the mass of all objects within it. This mass effect is used in countless ways from generating artificial gravity to manufacturing high strength construction materials. It is most prominently used to enable faster than light space travel. So mass effect fields and faster than light space travel. I want to make that its own discussion because that's so much of what happens in the series with these, um, with a lot of the technology that we see. But, of everything else that element zero does. So like manufacturing, artificial gravity, all of that stuff, the harnessing of element zero. What do you think about that specifically?
0: I have a quick question. Uh, Because you've uh, separated FTL travel and mass effect fields, does that also include biotics? Because biotics use EZO to generate mass effect fields
2: um let's say let's say let's leave the travel as its own thing that's where i want to make the distinction because clearly the travel is really cool and it has a lot of its own benefits but uh yeah i, I guess we can go into biotics the effect that but it has on humans sure i think that's part of it as well so what do you all think about that what do you think about iso jen
1: I think ESO is one of the most important things to Mass Effect. Without it, you don't have any of the. Up- I mean, sure, you can have advanced weaponry and some upgraded technology, but without it, you don't have biotics. You don't have the faster than light. You don't have all this stuff. And then you wouldn't have the game called Mass Effect because okay. that's what ESO does. So, uh, if anything, ESO is the most important coolest piece of technology there is. Okay. Now
2: do you uh, clearly all of these things are very powerful. They have benefits, but they also have drawbacks. There are dangers associated with this, right? Like not all biotics take to it very well and they get exploited and it creates social issues. There's a lot of other stuff we can go into there. Um, but I'm sure the power of using this to create gravity and manufacture things that they couldn't before is seems mostly beneficial. What do you guys think? Do you think this is on average and mostly beneficial thing? Specter J.
5: So I definitely think it's a little bit of, um above average but I did have kind of a sidebar here for it. Now are we discussing this in the Mass Effect timeline or in our current day timeline?
2: Well, we're talking about in Mass Effect, how cool is this? Like do we really like this as technology? But as we Sam and I normally do, we, we can still discuss like what would the ramifications be in our own in our own well, world. That's,
5: that's sure. Where my- Went to for a second was the ramifications of placement in today because in today we are still very a very greedy um entity you know the human the human race we are greedy you know you could be gifted this somebody could pop out of the future and be like boom here's ISO. this is how it works that would it wouldn't reach the general masses that would be for the top one percent and it would be, OK, yeah. well, now we have this travel and we have this, but it's going to be 10 years salary to use it.
2: Right. So or they would find ways to like the wealthy would find ways to make money off of it and hoard it and, and do all the things. And then it would it would drip down to everyone else in a very, you know, limited sort of way. And, and it would make the rich richer and all of that. Absolutely. Yes. I think yeah, you're
5: right. that's what I wanted to point out. But I am, I am in 100 percent agreement with Jen that it is. One of the most important identifying factors in the game. Like you couldn't, you couldn't have everything in the game without Ezo. From biotics, from FTL travel, from
2: just everything. Yeah, yeah, it is important. That is true. Who else wants to chime in? Any other thoughts on this one, G-Man? You haven't said a whole lot. What do you think about Ezo? I.
7: I agree pretty much with what's been said is that it's, it's pretty much the one of the cornerstones, of the mass effect universe. Um, the only thing that I would say is that it's always going to be second. It'll be second place to me just due to the fact that I think artificial intelligence as a technology is a greater achievement because depending on whether or not you believe the unit has the soul or not, it's essentially creation of life, which, I don't think can be matched as far as technological achievements go, uh, EZO is great. And all the, all the cool stuff that it does is just awesome. Cinematically and, you know, gameplay wise, um, and just, you know, as a technological achievement, but I don't, it's always going to be second place to, to like artificial intelligence to me.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Both seem very important and powerful technologies for sure. Um, But yeah, one can only make something that even seems similar to actual intelligent life. That's that's a good point. All right. Anybody else have thoughts on EZO before we get to Mass Effect fields? Turbo, what are you thinking?
3: Not so much. a It's more of a question. Um, The other races, did they need EZO to unlock their products or did they just happen naturally? That's a good question, Sam. So, I, th- the, uh, I know for humans, I forgot for Asari and like all the other ones that have so biotics. Right. Yeah. So,
0: it, it, it seems that the Asari are really the only race who took to biotics supernaturally. Uh, oh. But, uh, and that's be- that is most likely because of interference from the Protheans. Uh, but it also all comes back to Ezo. Uh right. So, and, and I did want to bring up something just so everyone else is aware that even if we're excluding travel from this, uh, telecommunications are also based off of ESO because they use FTL convoys and the Mass
2: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping
3: you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University.
0: Visit gcu.edu. Fact universe. So, factor in telecommunications being able to communicate across the galaxy into this conversation as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. It's hard to divide these things up because they all touch on so many things. Like communication could be its own thing, but if most of that is enabled through the use of ESO, then it's kind of not its own thing. It's it's both things. Um then travel's kind of its own, and its own thing in that way, too. All right, let's take some votes. How cool is EZO? What do you think about EZO as a technology? Turbo's giving it a one. Spectre J is a one. Mjamar is a one. Genesis is a one. G-Man and Magister yeah. one. Two. We got one, two. We got one, two on here. All right. Um, we're going to move into Mass Effect fields and actually the actual ability to travel at distance, because that is one of those things that all of us think about when we think about space and going to the stars and how that can potentially change humans in their place in the galaxy and all of that. So we're going to do that when we get back. But first, we got to go thank our patrons. So we will be right back.
0: Message coming in. Patching it through.
2: I am sovereign, and this lore cast is mine.
3: I like the sound of that.
2: All right, here we are. This is the part of the show where we get to thank our patrons, including our newest patron, uh, Magister Davida, who is joining us right now. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad you signed up in time to, to join us on this this chat. I hope you're enjoying it, and I hope all of you are joy- enjoying it out there. And all 68 of our current patrons, thank you for your support. Also, shout outs for our shepherd tier pa- patrons, Kokashins, Ed Boy, Kiracy, Lieutenant Tocino, that Specter J, and William. Thank you so much for your support as well. If you are interested in joining this group, doing this with us on a future in a future month or getting shirts or ad-free episodes, all of that stuff at patreon.com slash mass effect lorecast. And we also have a review, one that we skipped from last week, but we're gonna we're gonna hit it this week. This comes from Rex Freak in Canada, and this is on Apple Podcasts. I'm Commander Vicarian, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Man, I thought I loved the world of Mass Effect before. Now I just can't get enough of it after listening to this awesome show. I love the chemistry Tom and Sam share, with Tom connecting the lore to theology and the real world parallels, and Sam with his brain full of Mass Effect knowledge. As an inspiring author, things like this really give me an amazing perspective on what it makes iconic sci-fi. These stories and characters are so important to a lot of people. Thank you for bringing them just a little closer to reality. Does this unit have a soul? (laughs) Great. Awesome. Thank you so much for, for leaving that. And of course, if you decide to leave us a five star review and rating on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out in the future. Plus, you can rate the show on Spotify and all sorts of other places as well. So thank you for all of your support, Sam. And I couldn't do this without all of you. We really do appreciate it. All right. Let's move on with the rest of the show. Spit it out. Or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right. We are back and it is time to talk about using ESO for space travel. That's the next topic. Being able to manipulate mass in order to travel across the galaxy at speeds or distances, I guess you should say, that we never thought were possible. What do you all think about this? How cool is this technology? And are there drawbacks? I guess that's another part of the question, right? Because a lot of these technologies seem to have some drawbacks. This one probably does too. Mjamar, what are you thinking?
6: Yeah, this is uh, probably my favorite technology, I think. I mean, just, it's probably a lot of people's favorite, But I mean, for obvious reasons, you're traveling across the galaxy like that, you know, at the snap of the finger. And it's like it's really that's how all, everything is connected. That's why you know at the end of Mass Effect Three, when all the relays are, are destroyed, it's just everyone's everyone's fucked. You know, like it's yeah. it's a bad situation. You know, that's why they're so important. They're, for me, they're one like w- without a doubt. Maybe not the most important first per, per se. I mean, I still think is more important, but obviously. But you know, I love I love those Mass relays
2: yeah it's i mean it it, it's one of those things like any kid who grew up looking at space going man i want to be like in star wars or whatever like that ability to have that in this game and just like go from one planet to another totally totally very cool all right who else wants to chime in any other thoughts any other drawbacks about this because it's enabled not only humans to spread out into the galaxy but all the other races as well and you know the reapers kind of set up the uh relays and so it's kind of a nefarious reason to do that jen
1: well i mean the biggest drawback is that in mass effect 2 it actually tracks how much of it you use so therefore i have to go harvest it from planets and stuff or find little asteroids and then you know i actually <laughs> got to do resource collection come on now let me just <laughs> buy it somewhere
2: what were you thinking game devs
1: um so outside of
2: that though do you have any other thoughts on it
1: no uh that was it. It's fun. It's 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 a requirement. It's what you got to do. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Space travel and getting from those long distances. It's definitely. There's an economy built around it. There's uh, money to be made from it. It's where Aria gets a lot of her power base from it and being able to provide EZO as a main trading and money um, acquisition tool. So it's extremely important.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is extremely important. Wanted Rita 420 in chat says, uh, I'm trying to understand what you're trying to say. Are you one of the patrons and you're trying to join the chat and you're confused about it? Or are you looking for a link for Patreon? I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, Feel free to clarify me on what's going on there. If you are one of the patrons, it's on the discord. You got to connect your Patreon account to the discord account and then you will get access to the patron chat rooms and you'll see the link for the Zoom call. So if that's what's going on, feel free to set that up and then just jump in there and you can join us before the end of the show. So um, just wanna make sure that's taken care of. Uh, Magister, you have some thoughts on this?
4: Yeah, the only downside I can see of the whole um, this bit of technology is the fact that it does include spreading out and having those moments, uh, like the first contact war with the Turians, like, because we have the ability to travel that far, it enabled the ability to like meet, contact other aliens and thus causing war and everything like that. So the more you're able to travel and get around, the easier it is to come into conflict.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, there is conflict. There's a lot of conflict that happens between different races because they are now able to get together. But I guess you could also argue that there's peace that occurs too. There's cooperation, there's different races sometimes help each other out. They try to work together on the Citadel so is it do you feel like it's balanced or do you feel like it still kind of skews worse i mean alien races by default probably aren't going to trust each other it's going to take a lot of work
4: it's definitely balanced it's just that that's just the part that comes with it like the fact that you have to you are meeting other species and aliens and everything like that so Will that be can it be a good thing? Absolutely. But then if you have like war of the world situation, then that can be A little bit messy. So it all just depends on what you're meeting and what you're seeing out there.
2: Right, right. That's true That's true. It does enable things like a war of the world scenario Like one I mean, that's look look what we got with the reapers. It's kind of a similar kind of thing, right? Um, Alright, so what do you all think about this? Well, how would you rate Travel using EZO for travel? We'll just say that Mass Effect fields and faster than light travel this is a one i'm seeing ones a lot of uh, two from jen g man what do you think magister your thoughts on this one One, i give it two two so twos and ones okay one for me one for you all right cool so this is this is another one that's like 1.5 somewhere in there It's, it's 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 high up there on the list okay let's go into some other more specific technologies MetaGel. We talked about MetaGel on a recent episode. It seems extremely handy. I don't know if there's that many drawbacks. Some of these technologies seem to have benefits and drawbacks or dogs barking in the background. Sorry about that. Um, but what do you think about MetaGel? Who wants to who wants to start with that? Anybody have thoughts on MetaGel? I mean, or is this just like a, eh, this is great, Jen?
1: Yeah, this is great. <laughs> There's uh, so much that it can be used for. Uh, and I think that it would be an awesome technology to have in the real world right now. Um, but the blanket uses that you get from it, uh, I think, are amazing as a technology. And then, like, we can also upgrade it to make the Hanar and, like, make better Hanar. Make to make better I remember Hanar. collecting the. the Or make it better for the Hanar, giving them extra healing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does so many things. Uh, Anesthetic, disinfectant, clotting. Um, I I mean, it seems like one of those technologies that doesn't remove all medical problems, but it definitely reduces a lot of the, the issues that we currently have. With medicine and also uh, also antibiotics like uh, in our current world, antibiotics are becoming less and less effective as bacteria mutates and becomes more resilient to them. But then something like Metagel might might actually solve that problem. Right. So they probably don't have that issue in the Mass Effect future. So who else wants to chime in on this one? Any other thoughts on Metagel? Turbo, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, Are there any downsides to Metagel in the Mass Effect? Do they even bring it up? I'm
0: yes, you can. You can get a little too woozy if you take too much Meadow too quickly.
2: You can overdose uh, on it. And it, can,
0: <laughs> it can, well, it can disorient you and make you a little bit dizzy uh, and fuzzy in the head. But other than that, I'm not aware of any other, uh, you know, long term harmful effects.
2: So, for the most part, it's it's all on the up and up. All right. Any other thoughts on this one, M. Jamar?
6: Yeah, and um, Metagel saved me from so many pressure mall fights, so, you know, I, I have to, like, I have to put it up there
2: with the best. Yeah, it's pretty necessary for the combat in the game, for sure. All right, so how are you going to rate Metagel? Where is this on your list of how cool is it? Two? Jen's giving it a two. What do the rest of you think? One? Turbo's got a one. One from Spectre J. One from Mjamar. G-Man? I'll give it a two. Two. And Magister? What are you thinking? A one? Two as well. The two. Okay, a two. Two for Magister. So this is, again, this is, this is up there. This is up there. All right. We talked about the Omni tool, la- tool last week and all the different things it can do. And it seems like it's almost infinite amount of things it can do. What do we think about the Omni tool? Is there any drawback to this? It seems, it seems kind of like magic. You've got the Omni gel, which is this weird... Thing. Like How much energy does it take to use this? It's definitely more of a magic-y feeling kind of technology because we don't really understand how it works fundamentally, but it seems very useful. What do you think about this one? Magister?
4: Uh, yeah, I think it's a great technology, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to trust people with it. I work in the uh, banking industry and just seeing the amount of like scam and hackings that can go on with that Imagine just giving your average Joe the ability to basically be um, um not a biotic god, but a technical god mm-hmm. that's on the right. So it'd be quite crazy.
2: Yeah. Would you? Okay. So would you imagine that there are definitely situations where you'd have to leave your Omni tool in order to like? You know, like, I don't know uh, how easy is it to use something like that to hack a bank. So maybe you can't bring it into a bank or maybe you can't bring it into a special event with a bunch of wealthy people because they're afraid you're going to sneak up and hack their account from, (laughs) from behind them or something like that. I don't know. I'm just throwing out scenarios there. Magister, do you think that might be an issue?
4: Definitely. Well, at least at first, especially, like I picture like watchdog situation where like you're walking past somebody and you hack into their phone and bank account, like right there. Like depending on how qualified some people are, they can get away with a lot of things. And then you have people who are the older generation who doesn't know, mm-hmm. they're saying that stuff, especially like r- the rich elites. I could definitely see them being be like, yeah, no, I'm at the uh, the banquet tonight. Um, thank you. type situation there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would also imagine that different races have different specs for their Omni Tools. I don't think this came up in our chat, Sam. Um, but I would imagine that some of the races, like, well, it came up a little bit. We were talking about um, the uh, uh, the group, um, that extra, oh, I can't think of the name of the group, but how, like, if you were part of a specific group of people who focused more on the apps and things you were developing for your Omni tool that you might have the ability to use it to hack other place people. Whereas like some races may not have that. They may not be as technologically advanced themselves to be, to be able to develop that. So now you have another imbalance between races due to that technology.
0: It can, it can certainly be customized for whatever you want. I my my knee jerk reaction is to say that the Corians as a whole are probably uh better on average using the omni tool than any other race because they have to be they have to be incredibly resourceful space on the fleet is very limited and uh, they have to play the cards that they're dealt and so if your space is limited your resources are limited uh, but you can get your hands on different vi and different software on an Omni tool, that might solve a lot of problems on the migrant fleet. So I would venture to say that the Aquarians, on, on average, are probably going to be more skilled using the Omni.
2: Right. Now, do you do you feel like that might give them a one up in other ways against other races? So, for example, when they're in close proximity with each other and being able to hack into other people's systems or or anything like that?
0: I'm not sure if it would give them an edge because I don't know what, you know uh, what Norton antivirus is like in the mass effect universe. Maybe (laughs) there's different uh, cybersecurity things on different people's omni tools. But I do know that with them being a a nomadic race, that's very hard strapped for uh, any kind of resource and cash uh, that if we're talking about petty theft and different crime, uh, the Koreans who are perhaps stuck on their pilgrimage and are in desperate need of money and cannot find that through legitimate sources because they are so heavily discriminated against and, th- and no one will hire them, that would make sense why some of them might turn to crime using their Omni tool.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so what do the rest of you think? Anybody else have any thoughts on Omni tools? Nobody? No other thoughts? Are we ready to rate this one? Oh, MJamar.
6: Yeah, I think Omni um, tools are pretty OP. Like the fact that you can just fabricate stuff, like kind of BS, but you know, I like, allow it. But I mean, that's cool though. Like you can just you're, like you're in battle, you can just craft some um a, a gun out of a piece of metal or something like, I mean, or like um like um, like like you said earlier um, about hacking. You know, you can hack. Um, there's just so many things you can do with it. It's pretty OP. Um, definitely a lot of drawbacks but I mean, that, that's what makes it fun
2: yeah that it is part of the sci-fi future is we have to have some technology that we can't explain but it does really cool stuff so mm. yeah i got gotcha. you all right so what do we think about the omni tool how we how would we rate this one what rating turbo's giving it a one everybody's thinking jen's giving it a two one from MJR, specter j g-man magister what do you all think Mm, two, two from Spectre J, Magister. Three. A one for me. A three and a one. Okay, so we're still kind of in that average two range. All right, so we've got most of the big technologies talked about. I'm sure there's other ones we can come up with. Let's open this up. Anybody else have any other specific technologies that you want to throw into the mix here? Any other things that came up or or were distinctly different, not like a subcategory of the things we've talked about? Jay, what are you thinking?
5: Um, it's something that's not really talked a lot about, um, uh, as far as I know, it's only brought up during the Citadel DLC. That's when you're taking the ride with, uh, Cortez, which he is an underrated character. He is 10 out of 10 in my book, but that's going to be uh inertial dampeners,
2: inertial dampeners. Yeah. I mean, is that, so, uh, isn't that an EZO technology though? Because it, it's messing with, uh, momentum and force
5: i'm not really sure see i've been quiet through most of this because uh a lot of this is out of my wheelhouse you know i'm not a real i'm not a real tech kind of guy i'm more i use the wrench and somebody above me is going to figure out how it works i put it together
2: sure No, that totally makes sense i mean that's a cool technology whether if it it's an ESO an or not inertial dampeners i've ab- absolutely beneficial right like think yeah. about all the different ways you could utilize that technology what do the rest of you think about inertial dampeners? It's cool tech. Jen?
1: I love everything in that scene about the way that he turns them off and then you can feel the G-force poles. And I, it's a great, uh, great part of the, well, I guess it's like the Steve date is what they call it. Because it's your one-on-one mission with him that you get to go out as friends or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: I love that one. Well, it totally makes sense for being able to get something up to speed fast. You know, so, for example, if you're moving a spaceship and you need, you're need, you not moving at like you're not jumping from planet to planet, but you need to move quickly. And if you move too fast, every biological creature on the ship is going to get like splattered into the back of their seat or whatever. Right. So you need some inertial dampeners in order to allow maneuverability in space at really really fast speeds and things like that it seems like another crucial technology that you would i don't know is limitless in its potential turbo
3: i'm guessing it holds a big thing for cargo transplant because uh if you need to get anything anywhere any kind of jostling would just destroy the stuff and even when you're coming into the docks and stuff yeah like it's like you just destroy all your merchandise. You have no reason to.
2: Yeah, transport, transport. But it also would enable things like um, uh, faster elevators or space elevators. Like that's a whole concept so the idea of like building an elevator that can get you into orbit. But how long would it take you to ride a normal elevator up to the point where you get actually, you know, beyond the uh, atmosphere? Um, but with inertial dampeners, it wouldn't feel like you're moving at all. You're just standing there in an elevator moving extremely fast. Um, there's other texts that you, that you could use this for any other thoughts on this one. G man, did you want to chime in? I I saw you unmute for a second. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. All right. What do we think about inertial dampeners? Let's rate this one. What do you think? One, two, three, four. How cool is it? Two. We got two. We got three. We got three. We got one. (laughs) Three. Three. Magister, what are you thinking? Uh, two for me two for you all right so it's a little bit lower on the list but still pretty cool any other technology you guys want to throw out there turbo um the
3: heat clips the heat clips because it, it, it's such it goes from mass effect uh what in between games it just suddenly also sudden they there in there so it's like a big change
2: right yeah to the weapons um all right so what do you all think about heat clips Weapons being, or even just the tech, I mean, you could use it beyond just weapons, right? The ability to pull that heat extremely fast and then move it somewhere else seems useful for industry, for sure. People in chat are voting. I see like a, a two. Well, a two. Don't,
3: d- don't they use that for the ship too?
2: Yes, I believe so.
3: Like a big giant heat, cl- heat, heat sink with mm-hmm. like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Technology in general. That's one of the big issues with our current day technology is the amount of heat that leaks out from everything. It creates inefficiencies. It heats up the room. Like you've got a good computer. Like I've got this computer next to me. That thing heats up the room. Even when we're just doing this, having a chat and doing a stream because of all the the heat that's emitted from the, from the electronics. So yeah, absolutely. It kind of goes hand in hand with some of the EZO tech, I would assume. Anybody else have any thoughts on heat, heat clips? all right let's vote on this one doesn't look like anybody else had any other thoughts let's vote what do you think how cool are heat clips <laughs> three is a little lower list. Four, a 3, four three three four it's a little lower but it's three. cool three okay not as exciting as some of the others but still pretty cool all right any other thoughts on any other tech we haven't covered yet jay, jay oh g man G-Man hasn't gone yet g man go ahead
7: good. um i was thinking like the um like the alliance the alliance special package or like the gene therapy kind of stuff like the um Mm. the genetic enhancements i guess
2: yeah so uh,
7: seem that seem very popular in nash effect
2: right genetic enhancements ability to handle uh the genes like the genophage technology or the cure for the genophage technology would have something similar to do with the ability to manipulate biology um so that this does come up a lot the ability to manipulate biology, the li- biology, the limitations on, on being able to do that. I've, that's a good point. I feel like this is another one of those double-edged swords where there's a lot of benefits, but there could be a lot of drawbacks as well. What do you all think about that? Anybody have thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah, Turbo's rating it a three. let us Let's discuss it a little bit. Jen, what do you think?
1: I think that it's really cool. And I think that what G-Man was talking about, like Ashley talks about in her dossiers, it talks about how she got the genetic manipulation even before like parts were modified before she was born. And then once you enter in the Alliance, you can go through additional modifications to make your body a little bit more sturdy, make you healthier, making sure that you're not going to get any of these other diseases and things like that. So I think, yeah, genetic manipulation can be
2: cool it can be cool now it does this create another one of those issues of the haves and have nots the people who have the means can make themselves look beautiful and be healthy and live extra long lives and and safer even if they're in combat all of that stuff as opposed to maybe some people who can't afford that and so now you end up with this like beautiful population and then a, kind, of, kind of everyone else like is that is that a drawback from this Jen's I thinking. don't
1: know what the healthcare system is like in Mass Effect. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I would don't have.
2: Know. I would assume it's not free for everyone just to do whatever gene changes they want right like it might be one thing to say oh i've got this deadly disease and maybe there's some sort of socialized healthcare, and they're able to get rid of the disease to keep you alive right like i would imagine that that's probably at the top of their list of priorities if they're going to have socialized medicine Uh, but the like "Mm, my nose could look better i'm gonna just adjust it using gene therapy or at least I'm going to adjust my child's nose in the womb before they're born because I want them to be more beautiful. Right. Like that kind of thing seems like one of those things that like the wealthy would do. But like everyone else is just like we can't afford that. I don't know. Just these are like the what ifs. Right. And thinking about like how would this actually affect society? Um, Any other thoughts on this one? Gene manipulation and therapy. All right. No other thoughts on this one. Let's let's take this to a vote. What do you what do you all think about that? How would you rate this one? Three for Jen? This one's a three for turbo. Two. 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 Two? Magister? Two. Two? So it's somewhere between two and three. Okay. All right. And then Jay, did you have one more you wanted to throw in here? We've got time for one more. What are you thinking?
5: Yeah, it's just, uh it's on everything in the game, but it's it's shielding technology.
2: Yeah, the shielding technology.
5: So, I mean whether it's it's for your personal shield, your ship shield, your Kodiak shield, right the shield on the Mako's. I mean it's it's everywhere in the game and it's not talked about because that's could you imagine like if you didn't have a shield and now I'm a little fuzzy on how the mechanics of the weaponry in the games. I've listened to all the podcasts, so it's it's there, but I'm a little fuzzy on it. But I mean, like, could you imagine taking a chunk of metal flying that fast without a shield? Or I mean, space, that's that's a huge problem out there with space stations is when satellites blow up one, like one bolt can put a cannon cannonball hole size hole in a satellite dish because It just keeps picking up the, you know, the
2: velocity. I, yeah, the the energy expelled on an impact is some equation that has velocity and mass combined, and but the velocity is multiplied into the mass or something like that. So yeah. the faster something moves, it gains way more energy compared to the amount of mass that the thing has. Yeah. In fact, so
5: uh, aspect too, It's so why Sir Isaac Newton is the most deadliest guy in history. <laughs> That's why
2: <laughs> <Right>. he, <laughs> Yeah. So uh, now that's that's true, like the shield technology, the ability to just shrug off or, or stop these things from damaging. I mean, it seems like a sci fi trope at this point, but at the same time, they clearly have the technology to do that. It requires some sort of power source. It's limited. You can drain the shields, right? Like you, they take enough impacts, the shields go away. So it it has internally consistent rules for how it works in the world. Um, And is extremely useful. I don't know if there's too many drawbacks from shield technology either. Right. Like for the most part, it keeps people safe. Say that again, Jay.
5: Other than the bad guy having one.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Other than uh, somebody else having one that you don't want to have one. But yeah. Yeah. What do you all think about shield technology? Any other thoughts on this one?
6: Yeah. I I love the shields because it just allows me to just walk right at the with no cover. Because without that, I mean, you know, (laughs) Because I can rely on uh Caden or or Liara to shoot for me. So yeah, I definitely need those shields.
2: Yeah, they're they're very useful in combat. They allow you to pop up, take a few hits, hide again, refill your shields, pop back up. Absolutely. Jen, did you have thoughts?
1: Yeah, the shielding technology is actually like one of my favorite technology pieces in game. Um mm-hmm the uh shield uh the tech armor it's just called tech armor for the sentinel in mass effect 2 by far is the greatest piece of tech in my opinion i love it when my armor explodes it explodes everybody else around me Uh and so it's like then i have time to regen my shields and then i'm good to go and you're still stunned
2: (laughs) you're screwed buddy that's what you get for shooting me (laughs) yeah yeah nice all right, let's vote on this one. What do you all think about how cool the shield technology is? we am giving it a, a two. I see a two, a one, a two, a two. G-Man, Magister,
7: two.
2: two. two. All right, so Magister, a one, a one. Oh, just a little bit more between a two and a one. It's mostly twos, but but getting up there. Two point five. I see some of you guys in chat. All right, so I it seems like in conclusion you are all. Pretty much fans of all the technology because most of these got fairly high ratings Uh, things like what was it like metagel got a little bit lower It was beneficial, but not super cool, you know, but uh, most of these are are in that at least two to range Or two to one any other final thoughts on any of this stuff before we wrap up anybody have any other Other thoughts on technology that they were like. Oh, I should have said this when we were talking about this or whatever nothing all right. Oh, I'm Jamar. final thought.
6: This is not really like not Effect specific technology because we still have it technically, but I thought their Wi-Fi was, the way they had Wi-Fi was interesting. Like, because I read in the codex, like the higher, more important uh, citizens um, have access to the Wi-Fi basically first and then it's, it's the lower, the second class or whoever's next and then the basic people just have like they have the dial like, up. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also thought it was cool that they had like a stored cache of data that was like, like for common, commonly searched terms and just things like that. So that was kind of cool to me because I always wonder, like, how does the Wi Fi look You know? Like, data, yeah. Like, <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. a good, that's a good question. Yeah, the, the extranet is another thing, like talking about communication and uh, at a distance, and then the extranet being a thing that can exist and everybody can access it from different places. How does that really work? Yeah, we didn't really cover that too much, so it, it kind of connects into the communication ISO thing. Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's that's a good point too. All right, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna rate these things because we could take this would last forever, but um, <laughs> but. Thanks for bringing that up. That was that was a cool idea. Um, all right, let's go back through. If you have something you want to put out into the world, then feel free to share it. If you've got some projects you're working on or whatever. Otherwise, thank you for being here. And this is always a lot of fun. I'm so sorry that Sam only could call in from the car. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to wrap this up and then he's going to finally log in from a computer and we're going to be like, we're done, Sam. And he's going to be like, OK, bye. Uh, but <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes. All let right, right. We're going on my screen in order. Genesis. I know you've got stuff to share
1: yeah i have two shows that are part of the robots radio network two girls one ship where we analyze rate and review video game romances a weekly character deep dive with the romantic aspects of games and then the cyberpunk Lorecast, cast uh, where we talk everything cyberpunk the tv series the video game the tabletop game and shout out to Artosorian Games for hitting the 2023 Hall of Fame for Cyberpunk, the the role-playing game.
2: Wow, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool stuff. And you can check out her stuff anywhere you're listening to this show. You can look up those shows as well, or you can just go to robotsradio.net if you're looking for links from there. So, lots of ways to tune into awesome stuff. Thanks, Jen. Turbo, usually you're like, yeah, I don't have anything going on. Are you going to blow my mind and be like, well, actually this time I have this thing
3: well actually tom i have nothing
2: you just blew my mind in the opposite direction all right well cool man i'm glad you're all here right. thank you for being here uh m jamar anything else going on that you want to shout out
6: uh not really i'm on the discord and jamar i'm gonna talk in that spec or uh, play some games for me yeah it was nice being here you guys have a nice night
2: awesome well thanks for joining us and then specter j anything you want to share
5: um, no, nothing really. I mean, like I said, I do Mass Effect wood burnings on the side. Oh, actually, I guess I wasn't going to bring it up because it's in the very infantile stages, but oh, I am yeah, trying to get my own podcast up and going. Don't know about what yet.
2: Okay. Things well, you got to start somewhere, right?
5: Like coffee chat room sort of thing, like topics of what's going on in the world today, like things that interests whoever. Cool. See what I talk you know I like to talk so it's fun
2: yeah yeah well good luck with that that's awesome
5: <laughs> on the discord so if anyone ever sees me on there they can shoot me a message or whatever I'm chill
2: awesome awesome well thanks for joining us again g-man thank thanks for being here thank you for having me you got anything uh, going on you want to share no nah, I'm just a uh,
7: just g-man of discord I occasionally will write a novel in response to a really simple topic
2: on Discord, and that's about it. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thanks for being here. And then Magister. Magister, I'm so glad you decided to join us this time. Yes,
4: thank you for having me. Uh, Magister De Vita, uh Magister of Twilight on Discord. I don't really have anything going on yet, but it was a Pleasure. Pleasure to um, meet
2: your all acquaintance and be on the show. Yeah, I'm so glad you decided to join us. Um, That's awesome. Well, I'm sorry that Sam couldn't be more a part of this. Sometimes that happens and we just have to go on without him. But I'm sure he'll be back next month and we will be back next week with a regular episode. So stay tuned for all of that. And thanks again for being here, everybody. Patrons chat, everybody listening at home or your office or in your car or wherever. Thank you for being here. That's going to do it for this week. We'll see you next time. So stay safe out there in that crazy universe.